Hello, welcome to back to Sports View with Simon Rivacaba. I'm your host, Simon Rivacaba. Joining us now at Katie Trop, it's time for head to head with Katie Trop versus Simon Rivacaba. Both of us went 12 and 4 last week. So for the season, Katie's at 52 wins. I'm at 50 wins. And so here we go with the. Uh, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm all confused. Sorry about that. Week six predictions. How are you doing, Katie? I'm not bad. How are you? Good, good. Sorry about the, the messed up intro. But, uh, but yeah, we'll get going here. It's Thursday, special Thursday edition. And we're going to stick around. Uh, of course, we're doing a midweek report with uh, along with our uh, head-to-head Thursday. I have to be uh, at a fight. I'll be on the road tomorrow. So we're going to go and do the episodes today. And that's that's why we're getting it on Thursday instead of Wednesday. And it'll be a short Friday Friday um, edition that I'll do sometime tomorrow evening. Uh, so let's get started with uh, with uh, the Thursday night game, Tampa Bay at, at Philadelphia. How are you seeing that one, Katie? Uh, I got uh, I got good old uh, Tampa Bay rolling into Philly, and I think they're going to go ahead and take care of business tonight. Um, Philadelphia did get a get a good win last week against Carolina, but I think that was more Carolina beating themselves than that was Philadelphia really uh, being a good team. Uh, so I think uh, the Bucks are going to come in tonight, and uh, I think they're going to take care of business and get a pretty big win. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Brady did lose to the the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and usually the teams he loses to in the Super Bowl, he kind of feels a little bit extra. So he's he's probably going to put on a show tonight, and I, I think Tampa's going to win easy. Yeah, I like Tampa Bay too, and yeah, just uh, that one was just uh, mind-boggling the way it all tore, tore down. Carolina dominated the game; they were up fifteen-six most of the game, and uh, just a late interception, and no, just couldn't get any offense going. And the defense was still playing as good as they could, but on a short field, there's only so much you can do. And then to be rushed right back on the field um, after two or three plays uh, with a turnover, it was difficult. It was, it was, it was uh, yeah. That one uh, had me driving home, uh, just wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> but uh, so I like Tampa Bay as well. So let's go. Let's move on to Sunday, Miami at, at Jacksonville. Oh, Miami at Jacksonville. We got us another London game, and sorry, London, you get uh, Jags Jaguars <laughs> like you always get. And we should start calling them the London Jaguars since they're always the team that has to go over there. Um, so you get two horrible teams back in London. Um, uh, I, I'm going to take Miami in this one just because Jacksonville, they're just not a good team at all. Um, I'm also anticipating this week that Urban Meyer is probably going to stay behind in London and we'll probably get some pictures of him making out with the queen and she'll be like, oh, Urban, I love your comforts. So I got Miami in this one. <laughs> Yeah, I like Miami too, uh, and uh, and yeah, I, I and I think Urban tweeted some stuff. Urban's wife finally tweeted some stuff that looked like uh, he's in hot 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 water because at first she she sent some supportive tweets, but once she saw the picture of oh, it looked like his his finger was like up up her butthole, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, definitely that one had a different reaction for his wife. And then there's that famous picture from the last press conference of last week. Uh, that says uh, it's Urban Meyer, and it says when the dance floor is empty. So yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because uh, when when Europe brings a, a soccer game to uh, to America, they'll bring like their two best teams, and it'll be like a a headline of of like what they're ha- and we're not sending our best teams to play in London. So they must think that the the way the games play out, I just don't know how much they're catching grasping on to football 
and we're supposed to turn them over and become fans of football. But, uh, I mean, we send them shitty teams and there's shitty games. And, uh, you know, I just don't know. But but then they, they'll cheer a field goal and a kickoff more than a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it really matters. <laughs> and so I guess yeah. if, if there's a game of field goals, then then the crowd's going to be happy with, with, with that. And maybe they'll they'll turn over and, and, and like football. But, but if we're trying to gain fans – uh overseas uh you know I, I just don't know if they're catching on unless they really understand the game or if they've lived in a, in america uh in the past uh so but another london game with the with the teams we send and when you know and i like miami too it looks like Tua's gonna be back as well so just more more added fuel to to them uh on a on a positive note and, and jacksonville just doesn't have anything positive going on they're gonna have uh, for them to dig down uh, as a team. They they would have to really really dig down, and almost abandon the coaching and and, and play as just another. And, and that just doesn't happen. It might happen in basketball or something, but on eleven on eleven game, uh, you can't just go rogue and, and try to uh, win it on your own freestyle. Uh, Chargers at Ravens. Man, this is it's going to be a really good game. And this one was difficult for me to pick because both of these teams are coming in real hot. Um, you know, Baltimore's coming off of that huge overtime win the other night on Monday. And um, I kind of feel like that's what is going to take the Chargers over the edge is that Baltimore, you know, they're coming off the big win. And lots of times when you come off these big wins, especially an overtime win, it kind of takes the wind out of your sails. Also, they played on Monday night as well. So I think the Chargers are going to get the best of them just because Baltimore will probably make a couple mistakes. And I think the Chargers will get the best of them in the end. And I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. But it was tough to pick because it's going to be a good game because we got two really good teams coming in. Yeah, this is the highlight game for me. I have it like 28-27 Chargers. Uh, to me, the difference, Justin Herbert just doesn't seem to turn the ball over and Lamar, he'll take more risk, which is more risk for turnovers. So if you add a, if you add more possessions for San Diego, I think they're going to have the edge in that they're going to likely score on, on, you know, if they get two or three possessions more, they're going to score that, you know, at least one or two more times than, than the other team. So, so, uh, you know, cause they take advantage of their turnovers because of that, of the high power offense. So uh, I I'm leaning Chargers, but again something like like I I, I have something like 28-27, uh, a good game, and that's kind of going to be. Although I'll be hopefully watching the game somewhere, I'll find a Buffalo Wild Wings or something uh, on my way <laughs> on my way back home, and uh, I'll be watching the Panther game. But 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 definitely keeping an eye on that screen that whatever showing the Chargers Ravens. And speaking of Panthers, now we have Vikings at at Panthers. Uh, well, uh, the Panthers are coming off of two losses. Um, and they weren't, uh, they're, they're pretty heartbreaking losses too. So it's not like they got their asses beat. Um, Minnesota, they still continue to do what they do. They're just a really weird, odd team that can't ever seem to just get it together. Um, I think Carolina is going to get it together. I think they're going to step up in this game and I think they're going to get the win in this one. And I'm going Carolina. Yeah, me too. I'm going Carolina also because of that, uh, they're, they're really taking personally, Obviously, looking at the website, seeing all the press conferences, and they, uh, yeah, they they're pretty. Uh, they got a chip on their shoulder after last week, especially, and then the week before they had something to hold their head up high because of the way they finished against Dallas. Um, but and then this after the Philly loss, there there was a lot more, a uh, lot more anger, not not distress or no no letdowns, more than just like you know we we got to get it together type of type of attitude and. 
And uh, so I think you'll see, you will see them get it together. And that defense is still going to be a solid defense. It's, uh, it, you know, it's still what it is. So uh, I like the Panthers as well. Um, Packers at Bears. Packers at Bears, uh, one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL. But uh, this year the Bears are not a good team at all. Um, I expect them to play pretty well against Green Bay. Um, Green Bay is kind of uh, – they haven't been as dominant as you would expect this season. They've been good on offense, but their defense is not that good. Um, so I do expect this to be a pretty close game, but I still think Green Bay is going to come out on top because I just don't – I don't trust Chicago at all. Um, their offensive line is horrible. Uh, you know, they, they don't really have any offensive weapons for fields to get the ball to. And the defense is just, it, it's not what it used to be. So I'm going Green Bay in this one. All right. And I apologize anybody that, that hears my dog in the background. He got out with his chew toy. And now he's, he seems to want to make an appearance, a cameo on the show. And uh, I know he's, how he's, it goes, man. Yeah, so. he's chewing his do- his uh, his toy, running around right right in front of the microphone or, or nearby. Uh, but uh, so he's kind of excited, I guess. But uh, he's on the show. And speaking of dogs, that that, that the Packers uh, are kind of showing the dog more in in them the the dog fight that they have and with all the criticism and for them to keep winning. Uh, and it's kind of weird. It's like they're not. I don't see them as a really good team, but they just keep winning somehow. They just keep keep coming up with 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 wins, and uh, and, and the Bears are are up and down. I think they're going to play well and 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 hang in there, but I just don't see them winning. At the end of the day, I like Green Bay as well. Um, and then we have Bengals at the Lions. Bengals at the Lions, man. The Lions are just the heartbreak kids this year. They've lost so many heartbreaking losses. It's just it's just nuts and comical at the same time because it's just typical Detroit. Um, Cincinnati, on the other hand, though, um, they look they look pretty decent. On offense, they're they're pretty good. Defense, they could use some help. Um, Joe Burrow's looking like he's he's the dude in, in Cincinnati. Um, I'm gonna take Cincinnati in this one because I don't know, man. Detroit, I kind of feel like we might see another heartbreaker where they'll they'll have the lead in ten seconds. So go, they'll be ten seconds left on the clock, and the Bengals will get some crazy win. So I don't know, but I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Yeah, I like Cincinnati as well. Cause similar mindset. Uh, that fan base is just uh, man. They they they. They expect disappointment, so uh, you know they go support the team. You know they they break records. They the fans still show up for the games, and uh, they're at Ford Field and they'll cheer for them and everything. But they don't. They're never shocked when uh, when Detroit loses it there. And they, yeah, tough. You know, it's last second field goals, record breaking field goals. Uh, you know they fall short and in 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 nice comeback bids. And then other games that like I thought they were gonna win, they just don't show up so it's like a, yeah i don't that team is jekyll and hyde so in a team like this where uh cincinnati is more consistent i'll take the more consistent team give me the Bengals over the uh the lions as well uh texans at colts oh man uh texans just get seem to get worse and worse each and every week um the colts they're still fighting um they're not that yeah i wouldn't say they're that good of a team but they, they're a pretty decent team and they seem to have a fight in them it's just that their their offensive line is just really weird and Carson Wentz he doesn't know when when a defender's coming at him he's had so many weird turnovers this year and it's just like I don't know if that dude is gonna if he's the future of that team um, but they're playing Houston who's an awful team so I'm gonna go Indy in this one 
Yeah, I like Indy. Uh, despite uh, I, I don't know what happened. They've had two games this year with uh, where the other team has come back. And what I what I noticed uh, Baltimore, and I don't know if it was the same thing in their in their other comeback loss uh, that they're just over coaching, you know. And I hate that, you know. Somehow they they think they have to change strategy when they have a nice lead. Um, and it, back in the day, it used to be okay. Let's go to the prevent defense, and the prevent defense would prevent you from winning. But I don't know. They just they just let off the gas pedal instead of playing four quarters of of whatever their game plan was. They switch it up think, with a lead, and they start playing more conservative. And the other team comes back, and then you just mentally can't get yourself back into into the rhythm that that you had the whole game. And so I think sometimes they get overcoached, and 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 that that would be the saying you know for the press conferences when they say they got outcoached um, is because of overcoaching. Um, but either way. Uh, you know, I think this one, they build a good lead. Houston just doesn't have the, the, the manpower, the, the, uh, the depth to, to be able to come back once they fall down 10 or more, they, they're just, they're in there. They're going to, you know, they're going to try, but, uh, you know, it's not, you don't get, uh, participation trophies in the NFL. And, uh, so I like, I like the Colts as well. Uh, Rams at Giants. Now, Katie, real quick, are you? Do you do you hate the uh, NFL East uh, more than, or do you love the Cowboys more than, than you hate the rest of the teams in the division? Oh, oh, I hate every team in the NFC East. I can't. I, I don't like the Giants. I don't like the the Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry, football oh, team. Yeah. I don't like them, and I don't like the Eagles. And those are like my definitely least least favorite teams Packers are up there of course uh, I always have hated the Packers since I was a kid um so yeah yeah NFC East and there's just you know there's some teams we hate but yeah no hate all NFC East teams <laughs> <laughs> all right and how do you like the Rams and Giants oh man it's just the, the Giants are that team this year where they're just suffering injury after injury after injury and they were already a bad team to begin with but like they lost like their entire offense last week so so I'm expecting the Rams to come into New York and absolutely obliterate them I'm thinking this game's going to be something like 48 to 10 and and honestly I'm shocked that the Giants score 10 points at this point yeah all right, yeah, and I like the Rams as well. They're just uh, they're just the more dominant team. Whether Daniel Jones plays or not doesn't play, I don't think it's going to make a difference. And plus, they they may not want to play him in this game. Uh, you know, you get um, you get that offensive line of of the Rams getting into him a couple times. He's going to be right back on the injury list. Uh, so uh, you know, that's uh, it's going to be different. I, I just don't see this being a competitive game. I like the Rams. You know, even if they're 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 traveling and and have you know and the giants have home uh the home field uh you know rams fans do travel well and and the rams play in any stadium just as solid so they're just as good as a road team as a, as a home team uh yeah your mom was telling me um uh that when you were a little girl you took a picture on on george foreman's uh a shoulder and then she said that it was when 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 you were when you were a little girl and i said well she's not she's not that much taller now and, uh, so <laughs> Uh, you you know George Foreman could probably still uh, lift you up on his shoulder, but uh, yeah. but speaking of that, <laughs> yeah. a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahone's shoulders uh, because of uh, some of their their downfalls. We have the Chiefs going against the Washington uh, former Redskins and former Panthers, um, so 
Uh, how do you like this one? I, I'm, I'm definitely going Chiefs because I think that Mahomes is really going to finally uh, have that chip on his shoulder to, to come back. And if they were to lose this one, then I think they're in trouble for the season because right now I don't think it's a big worry after week five, two and three, 12 games still uh, left to play. But if they were to lose this one, uh, it, it's definitely not going to be looking looking good, especially with how the Chargers are doing. Um and, and the rest of the divisions is, is pretty strong. I don't know what's going to happen with the Raiders, but, uh, you know, how they're going to react to to everything and then still play the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, so I, I like Kansas City in this one to, to bounce back. But they're going to be in real trouble if they if they don't because I, I think it's been a little bit of a fluke on their losses. But that defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. Um, and, and there's a few things that, that worry me about them because uh, I think that the Bucks may have discovered a blueprint that other teams are copycatting whenever they're playing them. Just put pressure on Mahomes and keep the pressure on, and then you got to fight fire or fire on on the offensive side. So I think you're seeing more aggressive offensive uh, strategies go against Kansas City. But I said, give me the Chiefs in this one. And you? Yeah, I've, I've got the Chiefs as well. Um, Washington's they're they're not that good of a team to start, um, and uh, Kansas City's uh, defense is a huge problem, and that's that is their problem because uh, it, they just keep getting scored on, and eventually that just that it, there's just too much pressure on Mahomes in the offense at this point. Um, but I do think they get back on track this week because Washington's just not that good, um, and I got Kansas City in this one. All right. Uh... This one might be, might break the scoreboard. Uh, this next one, the Cardinals at the Browns. Uh, how are you seeing this one? Cardinals at the Browns. Yeah, I agree. There's going to be an offensive shootout. I mean, the two of these teams are two of the, the top scoring teams in the league on offense. Um, and this one was tough for me to pick because I think at some point Arizona is going to hit, run into a wall. But I don't think it's going to be against Cleveland. Cleveland's been kind of, you know, they've been teetering on that they're a good team, but they haven't been able to get over the hump yet. Um, so I'm going to take Arizona, um, but I would not be surprised if Cleveland upsets them and win. I, wins. I think this is going to end up being a close game, um, but I'm going to go Arizona in this one just because I think they're they're slightly better um, and they seem to be more more well coached and, and more put together at this point than Cleveland is. Yeah, and the uh, old Oklahoma uh, former teammates uh, that they spent uh, the year or two, whatever, with Kyler Murray and and. Uh, Oh, why am I forgetting? Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Sorry about that. But yeah, and two different personalities. I just wonder, you know, in, in college, there's not a big of rivalry. It doesn't seem – it seems like the, there's more competitiveness in the NFL as far as with quarterbacks and, and the camaraderie of the team. But I'm sure in college, they got along a lot better and, and it's different. But two different personalities. I don't know how much they may have hung out with each other just because the, they just seem like two different people and they were on the same team there in college. But, but uh, And they both have – fire in them but uh, i think baker's more vocal about it and kyler's more of a silent type of killer and so uh but uh yeah it's gonna be a nice uh, oklahoma uh a reunion and i like uh i like arizona something like maybe like 45 35 so the next game and i don't know uh it's raiders at the broncos i'm gonna i'm gonna pick the broncos and uh, raiders i just don't know Usually this type of stuff happens when a coach gets 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 booted and interim coach comes back and they're they're kind of lame duck coaches. Usually, no matter what the GM said at the press conference of how much he loves his coach and, and all this stuff and how much he's he's recommended him for head coaching jobs over the last few years, all that, 
I really think he's just waiting for the end of the season to just start all over with the uh, with the coaching staff and probably the personnel on the team. Uh, I, I just I don't know. It's still early and they got a lot to play for, but uh, I think Oakland, everything happening, I, I almost think like it's just a done season and it, and it had it had some promise, some some potential um, the way it started. I just think that uh, with what happened with the with the Gruden uh, uh, thing is uh, going to be too much to overcome. I think they're just going to ride out these next twelve weeks. Yeah, I like Denver in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like Denver too. Um, I, I liked them even before what was going to happen. What happened with Gruden this week, which, by the way, was stupid as hell. By the way, I, I can't believe. I, I, Roger Goodell is a piece of crap. He's one of the worst commissioners ever. He looks like Humpty Dumpty with a fucking clown nose. And that guy's stupid. I'm not offended at all by anything that was said in those emails. And uh, this whole thing is ridiculous. And it's just a total inside job by Commissioner Roger Goodell because he's really upset that somebody gets me things about him. None of that was shocking. Nothing what they said was shocking. And... And also, too, it's real amusing that they're not releasing any other emails. It was just those ones in Gruden. So that's my take on that whole thing. But I didn't think the Raiders were going to be um, – I thought they were going to start to fall off at this point in the season. I agree with you that I think Mayock was already, even before this stuff happened with Gruden, if Gruden didn't take them to the playoffs this year, I think he was going to be gone this year. Anyways, I think they do want to rebuild. Um, but I got Denver in this one. Too much turmoil this week. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and speaking, yeah, and uh, there's a there's a potential lawsuit here on him because Gruden didn't even work for the NFL at that time. He was an employee of ESPN. And exactly. Stuff. And, and- work for the NFL and that's why I know this was an inside job because Commissioner Goodell probably sent them the emails told the Raiders you need to fire him and the Raiders probably told him to go fuck himself so he's like oh my vagina's bleeding so I'm going to send my tampon <laughs> to the New York Times because they're the perfect people to write this whiny loser garbage piece and get all upset over my favorite part was oh my god men were sending pictures of topless women <gasps> oh my god that was so shocking yeah, yeah, and it's and it, and uh, they're not releasing most of the stuff. They they were investigating the Washington football team, and now with this, nobody from the Washington football team is going to be in trouble. The one that gets in trouble, is somebody that doesn't work for for the Washington football team, and uh, yeah, it's just and and you're right because uh, I I mentioned in in this special episode about it. Uh, th- there's that standard, you know, that the time a few years ago when uh, when Cam Newton criticized a uh, female reporter because he thought it was funny the way that it was a female talking about route running. She had a question uh-huh. about, about running routes and, and then, and then there was this big, you know, uproar about that. And then some, some of the Cam Newton fans dug into uh, uh, Jordan Rodriguez, who's now a reporter for the Rams organization. Uh, and she's, and she's a fine reporter. She, she does a good job. I've, I've seen her grow because I remember her very first press conference. I was like, who the hell is that female that keeps laughing at everything? And you could tell she was like a brand new reporter because Ron Rivera is talking at a post game press conference and you just hear a little giggling at everything he's saying. And I'm like, who the hell is this? It was annoying. And it turned out to be her and she, you know, so she's grown. I've seen her over the few seasons when she was with Carolina as, as a Carolina beat reporter. So she's grown and she knows the game. Now she's with the Rams. But uh, Cam Newton fans brought found old tweets from like ten years before, 
uh, when that whole controversy was happening and where she was saying some racially insensitive comments as far as like she was on a road trip with her dad and she tweeted, oh, my dad has the best racial racial jokes. And then she had said some other stuff. And and then all what they criticized then is like, oh, how dare people dig into somebody's past for that just just to get the attention off of them or whatever. And I, so that was that double standard. Like nobody was like, oh, hey, the, those tweets were 10 years ago. So, you know, and uh, yeah. and if they, you know, they could get anybody's phone, the text over the years and emails. And I'm sure everybody in the world has said something uh, that that's prejudice. I think we all have prejudices and, and where we've said stuff, especially and in, our, in our times of anger, too. Uh, we'll, we'll all say something. I mean, so they could dig anything into anybody and find anything to make something about and, and and thank you right it's because it was insulting to Goodell that uh he found a way to uh because there had to have been a whistleblower and, and the leak because of all that you know all, all the investigations and they're not even saying what they're finding in the Washington football team they they they've suspended their their trainer um and and I know they were investigating harassment and and whatever uh, of the past but that none of that has is coming to light anymore. It's it's almost like they're done investigating Washington because they found something on Gruden, and 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 that gives the NFL headlines. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough. I just hope Gruden doesn't. You know, Jimmy the Greek when he was ousted for his comments from ESPN, he was never the same. His life kind of went down. His health went down after that. And for somebody like Gruden, who's just used to, even when he wasn't coaching, he was still waking up at four in the morning and going to his office for that quarterback camp stuff. Uh, football is his life, and uh, you take that away from him. I, I just hope uh, I just hope the best for the Gruden family. Uh, Cowboys at Patriots. Got my Dallas Cowboys in this one. They are looking really good, and uh, it's really shocking because the Patriots are looking awful. So I think uh, Dallas is going to roll in, and uh, I, I don't expect an ass kicking because you know Bill Belichick is is a pretty is pretty smart smart coach um so i don't expect an ass kicking but i do expect an adult dallas win in this one yeah, no, I like Dallas, and, and I actually do think that they're going to go in there and kick ass because I think they're going to separate themselves as one of these elite teams. Right now, uh, reporters are getting laughed at when they mention that Dallas is the number one NFC team uh, or something like that. You know, you'll, you'll have people saying the Bucks and and uh, maybe the you know Rams or whoever they'll include in there, and then when there's one 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 expert or something that, that has Dallas, you'll see the other ones react with, with a laugh. And, uh, yeah, they are – they got to be taken seriously this, this year. And, uh, you know, I mean, I became a believer watching the Carolina game and watching their games. The way they put on um, – the, the way they can score at ease, it seems, that that offense is, is clicking on all cylinders and the defense. Uh, you, I mean, you got that rookie that's just ready to intercept uh, anything that comes his way. You know, he's a, he's got radar detector for the football, so uh, digs. So uh, yeah, I actually think they will blow them up, and then though I think this is they they are going to get noticed uh, by the world, whether they're trying to stay low key or not about about this season. Um, that's how I see it. So give me Dallas as well. Um, Seahawks at Steelers. Uh, yeah, the, the Seahawks are screwed now that uh, Russell Wilson is injured. He is their entire team. He's been their entire team for the last couple of seasons. Um, they're shoddy on defense, and they don't really have anything else going for them. Pittsburgh's not that great of a team, but I think Pittsburgh's going to be good enough to get this win. Uh, yeah, I like uh, – you like Pittsburgh? Yep, I like oh, Pittsburgh okay. in this one. So this is our one disagreement. Uh, I like Seattle. Um and then the Monday night game, uh, Buffalo at Tennessee. 
Buffalo is rolling right now. Um, uh, so I got Buffalo in this one. Um, I think uh, Tennessee's a good team, but I think Buffalo's better. So I'm going Buffalo. All right. Give me Buffalo as well. And so we only have one disagreement. So you're still going to be ahead after this week, no matter what. And um, <laughs> so we'll see. Hey, Katie, stick around. Let me give you a call later. I have a, my car's been in the shop and it's actually ready now. I got to get going to get it and then pick up my son. So we'll we'll have the this next last segment a little later if, if, if it's okay with you, if you're available. Yep. Sounds good. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Yep. Bye. Bye.